Welcome to At Work in America, sponsored by Paychex. We welcome a wide and exceptionally impressive array of guests, business leaders, HR leaders, academics, practitioners, consultants, and authors to talk about the most timely, relevant, and challenging issues that are influencing the workplace today. At Work in America digs in behind the headlines and trends to the stories of real people making a difference in the world of work. And now here are your hosts, Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland-Steed. Welcome back to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bowes. I am so excited for today's show. Uh, before we welcome our guest, a couple of quick notes for the audience. Well, you know what? Actually, let's welcome our guest first, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of explainer about what's happening with this show. Our guest today, and I am so excited to have him, uh, Will Searing. He's the Vice President of Corporate Partnerships for the Oklahoma City Thunder, one of uh, our great National Basketball Association teams. I am a basketball mark. I'm a basketball junkie. It's so exciting to have Will from the OKC Thunder here with us. Will, how are you today? Fantastic. We got another game day today. Uh, Raptors are in town. It's our Veterans Day game, so we're excited to hear uh, have some more basketball live at Paycom Center in just a few hours. And and thank you to you, Steve, and thank you to Paycom for uh, allowing us the opportunity to, to join the podcast today. Yeah, thanks, Will. And just for some background, and folks may have seen some of this on our social or on our, our YouTube stuff we've been doing. We were so uh, glad and excited to be welcomed out to Oklahoma City Thunder about a week or so ago, week and a half ago, by our friends at Paycom and our friends at the OKC Thunder. We were out on site. We shot some videos. We we recorded a version of this podcast, and I'll explain why we, we ha- we're re-recording today. But we were out there on a game night uh, about 10 or so days ago when the Thunder defeated the Magic in a thrilling game, one of those classic NBA back-and-forth games, each team making runs. Yeah, Thunder just put it on them in the fourth quarter and won the game. It was just a great, great night. Uh, we recorded with Will prior to that game. So we were talking all about, you know, what's it going to be like tonight, the game experience, customer experience, et cetera. And then we ran into the classic glitch with the audio in post-production and realized we really need to re-record. So Will was gracious enough to join us via Zoom, Zoom today. Uh, it is Veterans Day. It's November 11th as we record this. And thankfully, though, in terms of some of the conversation we'll have, it is another game night. As we'll mention, uh, OKC Thunder home tonight to the Raptors. Uh, game night's a special, special night. And I can talk now. I can talk even more intelligently about what a special customer experience there is at game night at a Thunder game since I've been to a Thunder game in person now. But, uh, but Will, thanks again for taking some time on, again, what is, I know, a busy night for you and the team. Uh, first off, let's start the way we did last time. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. You've got a really interesting and fun background. I'd love to learn about it. And then uh, then we'll get into uh, what you and the team do for the Thunder and, and for the community around the Thunder. Absolutely. Again, thanks thanks for having us on here. We're excited to uh, to talk a little bit about um, how we think about the fan experience and, um, and talk about the community and, and certainly um, how we work with our friends at Paycom. But a um, little bit of myself and background. I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up in a, a small farm town just outside of Madison, Stoughton. Uh, Wisconsin's where I'm from. And I think at a at an early age, I, I realized um, sports is a passion. And I didn't really know that that sports could be a career, frankly. Right. I, I, but I think also at an early age, I realized that I'm going to have to be off the court as a professional, not on the court. And maybe that was when I peaked in eighth grade basketball on the A-team. It was all downhill after that. Uh, I went to school in like Eau Claire. many of us. Yeah, that was the high point <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> I went to school at a D3 college just in the northwest part of the state. 
and they have a really cool international business program um, that I took advantage of and I actually went to Australia my, my senior year of school. And it's it's there that I, I kind of found an opportunity uh, to work in sports. And so my first job in sports uh, was working in Melbourne, Australia, just outside of it, actually Kilsyth, um, working for the Kilsyth Cobras. And they're a part of nice. Siebel, which is the development league for the NBL. Your listeners may may know this. The NBL is a has been a great feeder system for the NBA. Yeah, a lot of great um, Australian yeah. players through the ranks of the NBA in the in the recent past and even today. That's right. And, and Josh Giddy went through that. He's he's one of our players, went through that development program. And so I worked in their development program called Siebel. And um, you might laugh, but I, I was the game announcer. So I, you know, would uh, would play an intro theme and um, provide giveaways and um, was uh, was happy doing just that and yeah. living in Australia. And I met somebody named Ben Turner who was selling sponsorships. And I said, well, what is that? And, and um, he taught me taught me the game. And so that was 13, 14 years ago. And I haven't stopped since. So I, I left Australia when my visa expired um, and, and came back to the United States and worked for a company called Learfield Sports. You might be familiar with that group. You know, here's the funny thing, Will. I hadn't heard about Learfield. And over the weekend, I was driving around in my car. Uh, and Sirius Satellite Radio and just bouncing from college football game to college football game. And I felt like every single game was uh, we're with Badger football sponsored by Learfield or Buckeye football sponsored by Learfield. I, I heard Learfield sports seven times this weekend, and I don't think I really knew about it much before. Yeah, you know, they, they're, a, they're a rights holder at schools, so they're they're a little bit behind the scenes and they don't lead with Learfield. They're, they're representing the schools. And so you probably don't hear them much unless you're listening on the radio or they do call out their broadcast. But yeah. They're a fantastic entity and in a great way to those that are looking to get into sports to start with. Um, they have a great sales training program as well. So I joined Learfield Sports um, in 2010 and worked for TU Athletics, which is in Tulsa, um, just down the road from us and never been to Oklahoma before. Um, and it, it really enjoyed my time there. And the Learfield model, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, they, they move you to another school and a bigger school. So they moved me to, to Oregon State. And I lived in nice. Portland for a couple of years and, and represented Oregon state athletics and Beaver sports properties out there. Um, and then the NBA reached out and uh, they had an opportunity with the Chicago bulls to lead their global sales enterprise. And you know, it was a chance for me to get back to the Midwest and closer to my family and um, had always respect, obviously the bulls and what they've created. And so right. I joined that team. At that point and, they've already won six championships, right? Yeah. yeah, big, yeah. That's right. And so I, I worked for them for a little over five years and, um, and then had an opportunity um, where, the, where the Thunder had an opportunity to, to lead the team uh, as vice president of partnerships. And uh, through a common connection there, I'd always, I'd always followed them because of my time in, in Tulsa. I was, I was frankly selling against them and had always respect their, their business practices, their team, how they thought about uh, the community. And so it was an opportunity where I felt like I, I had to be a part of that organization. And I got a chance to meet the chairman, Mr. Clay Bennett. Uh, Danny Barth, the team president, Brian Burns, the SVP of sales and marketing. And uh, for the listeners that know any of those, they're fantastic people, um, great business leaders, great community leaders. And so it's an organization I felt like I wanted to be a part of. And, and I got incredibly lucky to to get the opportunity in 2019 to lead the, the corporate partnership vertical. Um, so going into my fourth season now um, with the team. Right. Great. Scott, thanks for that background. And like, 
you're sort of done something that a lot of us who are sports junkies as well, I'd imagine going through, you know, school and high school, et cetera. Like we, once we realize our playing dreams are probably over, right? Like I wanted, people always ask me, what, well, what do you want to do? What was your dream job? I always said the same thing. I want to pitch for the Mets. Like that was my, <laughs> if I could pick like the dream job, that would have been it for the longest time. And uh, when that didn't happen, I you might, you could have had a chance this year, you know, you yeah. might have. <laughs> When I abandoned sports, I should have stuck with it, right? Because I would still, to this day, love be working. I would love to be working and be associated with sports. And I guess I I should have uh, thought about it a little more broadly, like you did, right? You stayed involved in sports even after you realized, okay, I'm probably not going to be, you know, a starting power forward for, you know, the the Chicago Bulls. Right, right. That's exactly right. But hey, you're you're, you're on, you're running podcasts. That's not a bad gig either. And I'm wearing, for, I know we're doing this as an audio product. I'm wearing my Thunder shirt that I bought prior to the Thunder game that I attended last week. And we're going to talk about uh, the, the game experience in a second. But the, the other thing I want to mention, Will, is we mentioned our friends at Paycom and who kind of made this connection possible between uh, the, us uh, folks at HR Happy Hour and the, the great, great folks at the Thunder who we got to meet. Um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the partnerships in general and how you guys approach partnerships, particularly, and I know there's some uh, there's some real community-minded approaches to working with partners that you and the team at the Thunder are uh, uh, value and are important to you and 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 uh, are important to the Thunder's role in the community as well. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I would say first off, you know, we think of ourselves as more than a basketball team. You know, we almost have a responsibility to give back to the community because we are integrated in the community. And without the support of the community, our fans, our ticket buyers. Or buying merchandise, buying concessions, we wouldn't survive as a team. And so we do everything we can to give back. And I think that that's representative is in the partnerships that we have. And Paycom, to speak to that, Paycom has been with us uh, since about 2017-18 season. Their logo has been on the court. Um, yeah. They had a co-branded terrace with us. And, and we really got to know them as people. Um, they're right in our backyard. Yeah. Uh, we got to know their executive team, their leadership team. And we really were excited about their vision forward not only for themselves, but for the community as a whole that they worked within. And it really aligned with what our vision was for this community and, and this city and this state as a whole moving forward. And so when there was an opportunity that that came up for naming rights, an opportunity that doesn't happen very often, right. you know, those deals are 15, 20, 25 years at times, even longer, that it can be a really rare opportunity that they were they were right at the top of our list to have a conversation with about naming rights. And we're so thankful that that partnership came together. Um, we've integrated with their business too. We're using their platform um, sure. to integrate with our human capital needs. And they've been fantastic across the board. Um, and we're really excited about how they have aligned with our vision as this city continues to grow too, as their business continues to grow. So I couldn't say um, nothing but great things about that organization, that partnership that we have with Paycom. There are several other relationships we have too with partners. And you asked a question about how we, we integrate community. And I'll speak to a couple of verticals yeah. that I think are important. Number one, we are trying to help the youth here in Oklahoma. And that could be through youth education platforms. It could be workforce development platforms. It could be um, increasing readership in this community and literacy. We, when we got here in 2008, um, we quickly identified a couple of areas that we think we can make move the needle. And regarding readership and partnership, we have a really cool um, book bus campaign that goes around with American Fidelity that's sponsored by our friends at, at Fidelity there. And 
we have given Steve to date 200,000 books out to kids throughout. Yeah, uh, that's incredible. State. Yeah. And it's actually a trailer now. <laughs> we, we've expanded it. So it's it allows for more inclusivity. We can go to more cities. It's across um, the state, Will, that goes all around across Oklahoma. The state. Yeah. That's right. Nice. And, we, and we track the success of that program that we know, you know, and for your listeners that, that certainly have children, when you give them a book, it inspires creative thinking. It inspires them to learn. And, the, and we have found and we've tracked this, that the readership and literacy of these kids that we're going after our third and fourth graders when, when they're in their teens and older, their development has increased and in their readership yeah. and their ability um, to process and learn information has really increased. So that's a tactical program that we're doing in the community that, that we know helps benefit multiple people. And we couldn't do that without the help of American Fidelity. The other thing that we do is, is growth of the game. So we, we, we want to make sure that people are playing basketball, people are, people are living healthy lives, they're making good choices. And so what we do is we have a co-branded uh, court concept where we go out throughout the state of Oklahoma, Steve, and we are actually co-branding these basketball courts. And we have several partnerships, and we just did our 30th court with Devon Energy uh, just right here at Scissortail Park outside my window that I'm looking at at the moment. And that's a really cool opportunity that allows kids to to play the game that may not have access to a court. Um, and we're going to continue to expand that with several other partners in, in the near term. And the third thing I'll say is related to how we integrate players in the community. The players are um, some of our biggest megaphones that we have, and, and sure. they're extremely popular uh, throughout this community. And so we bring them out to pl as many places as we can. Um, we, we did a surprise and delight with Love's Travel Stops where they gave out free gas uh, at, a, at a local Love's gas station just a, a few weeks back. We had and Love's is another important partner of the team, right? We That Love's is the jersey uh, uh, right. patch, right? For the OKC Thunder. It has been for a couple seasons now, yeah. That's right. Yep, yep. They started that relationship the 2018-19 season uh, as well. But they've been with us since the beginning. I mean, they're, they're one of a handful of partners that has been with us since we moved the team in 2008-2009. And so that relationship has grown over time as well. But it, the the Chet Holmgren example is a great one where they we brought him and Mike Muscala out to um, Children's Hospital with our partnership with OU Health, um, you know, where they're making these kids smile by just showing up. For sure. And, and it, when you go to a children's hospital, there are some there are some really tough times that are happening for, for these families. And it brought um, it's an opportunity for them to smile for a moment. And so we bring our players out as much as we can. We have a partnership with Homeland, too, coming up where we do a turkey giveaway. Uh, around Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, the holidays are coming up as we record this. Thanksgiving is mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. Of course, Christmas holidays, et cetera. Like, that's always a time where you do like to see, you know, those high profile, I guess I call them even role models, if that's fair to say, like, they, they can be, right? The the athletes in a community, uh, getting them out there, showing them, sort of giving back. It's an important thing. Uh, and and it, it does send a message to uh, both uh, the players themselves about how important this is, their importance in the community. And to the community as well, like how much the team values kind of the community that they're a part of, right? Without a doubt. Yeah. And it's a core tenant of the team. Yeah. And to make sure. And, and these players want to be there. I mean, that, that that's the beautiful thing is we, we've got a great group that wants to be involved in the community. They want to give back. Uh, and and it's frequently through through storytelling aligned with partners as well as those that I've highlighted, whether it's OU Health, American Fidelity, Paycom, Loves, others that are so involved in what we do that they we like to align with like-minded companies that want to give back to the community um, and players are frequently a part of that story. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, that's kind of something, even our, our small little, what we do here at the podcast, we think about 
tremendously. And one of the reasons we've worked, I think, really well with Paycom over the years, right? One of the things I'm constantly uh, excited about and, and sort of proud of our relationship with them is they're always, every single day, it seems like they're out there in the community as well, like giving back and, and raising funds or doing volunteer work or sponsoring runs that raise money for charity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I can see how with the ethos that you and the team at the Thunder have and their ethos, that that's a really successful partnership as well, because I think you're very like-minded, right? It seems like, uh, and how you think about that kind of stuff. Absolutely, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about one other thing real quick, which is I know it's game day and uh, it's game day tonight. And the last time I was out at OKC and got to meet Will and many other folks uh, at the Thunder, it was game night. We got to go to a game gracious, uh, graciously, thanks to our friends at Paycom and the OKC Thunder. I'm not going to lie. I had the best seats I've ever had for any professional sporting event, uh, for sure, which was really, really exciting and fun. But we had a wonderful experience uh, at the game, and not just because the Thunder won the game, which they did, and it was a really exciting game, just the the game product was fantastic. But one thing we learned when we were out at the OKC Thunder that day, and I did the math wrong a couple times, so I'm going to do the math correctly today, that about 1% of the people involved in presenting the Thunder game night experience, 1% of those people are the players on the court. The other 99% are everybody who's off the court. Many are at the arena and you're interacting with during the course of the game night experience. And some are, you know, definitely behind the scenes, but well, I meant you mentioned human capital and you work with Paycom to sort of support the human capital needs of the Thunder. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about kind of, whether it's you and the team, the partnerships team, or more broadly, the organization thinks about delivering that great experience both on and off the court. Maybe let's talk a little more off the court because I don't, I don't, we could talk about X's and O's on the court. I don't think anybody really wants to hear our analysis of, you know, the pick and roll defense maybe, but maybe talk about how you guys approach delivering that great fan experience to everyone who comes out to a Thunder game, including the folks who'll be there tonight. Yeah, that's a great question, Steve. Look, I, I we work in a really unique business where we don't necessarily control the product that we deliver, which is we don't know what the end result of the game was, right? You you didn't know what was going to happen walking into the game that you did the other day. And that's the beauty of what sports brings you. It's an unscripted moment. It's an unscripted event that leads to an exhilarating result one way or the other. Yeah. And we don't control what happens, but we do control and we influence how we treat the people that experience that product. So the people that are coming into our game from the second that they think about buying a ticket or that they're watching the game on the TV and they never watch, they never come to a game or they do come to a game and they're thinking about parking and they're going to get in and they're going to think about entry protocols and they're going to come in and where do I go to get my favorite hot dog? Where do I go get uh, my, my gear? How do I find my seat? Right? So, Every single decision that you're making as a fan, we're thinking about, and then we're putting a position, a person there that can help that process be as frictionless, as seamless as possible. And so you talk about the 1%. I don't know if that's the, the real math, but. I think that, I did it right. Cause I've had a week, I've had a week to figure it out. And I think I did it right. So I was kind of doing yeah. 15 players and 1500 people associated. That's probably with about right. Team, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So like I wasn't a math major in college, so maybe, maybe that's right. Me either. um, We've got 1500 people to your point that put on a, put on our show, if you will. And that's the person that's checking the ticket. That's the security attendant. That's the person that's helping you park. That's the person that's cooking that hot dog. That's the person that's selling you that t-shirt and all of those roles that I just mentioned, 
aren't necessarily Thunder employee employees. There's third parties. There's ASM yeah. that manages the building. They Saver and Levy and Legends. Those are groups that manage our concessionaire programs and, and merchandising rights. But the fan doesn't know that. When, when you're walking around, Steve, and you're at the game, you just know that you you, you think that's a Thunder employee. You just course, think that's something right. that. So what we do is is a club is we intentionally train every single person that on on a set of principles and it's called our click training. It's our click program. And uh, you got to give credit to the late Pete Weinmiller for developing this program, which is actually a, a best in class throughout the NBA. And we give a, away each year, the Pete Weinmiller guest services award through the league lens. And so the thunder are recognized as the best in the NBA in terms of guest experience. So our one way to think about this, Steve, is you might be familiar with the NPS score and net, yeah, promoter, net promoter. Sure. Yeah. And we benchmark ourselves not against other NBA teams, but against other organizations that have high NPS scores. So these are organizations like Paycom that have very high yeah. NPS scores or um, Google has a very high NPS score. Companies that you know and trust and you're going to get the result that you're looking for when you integrate with them. Right. So we benchmark against those really, really high scores. So we've created this program called Click Training, and, and it's an acronym that stands for Communicate Courteously. Listen to learn, initiate immediately, create connections, and know your stuff. That acronym is something that we teach every single frontline worker to communicate courteously when they're talking to somebody, to listen when someone has a, a challenge, to initiate immediately if we're trying to solve somebody maybe spilled something in the concourse. Right. They're gonna they're gonna help clean that up immediately. Create connections, you know, be authentic, look them in the eye, shake their hand, welcome them, know who they are if they come to a lot of games. Yeah. And then know your stuff. So if someone's asking a question, you know, where is section 110 and how do I get to my seat? We should know that. And everybody does. And so that's a part of the training. And, and Joy Dyer, who leads that group, uh, has done a fantastic job with us um leading that 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 vertical and guest services and it, it all rose up to our chairman, Sir Clay Bennett and Danny Barth, our team president, that when this organization became the thunder, we, we wanted to lead with respect as our tenant principal um, and, and make sure that we were the most fan centric organization in pro sports. And I think we live and breathe that every day. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for some of that background and the click training. And specifically we did some, we shot some video when we were out at the thunder and one of the videos I did was with Caleb Miller, who was part of that team that helps take people through that click training. So I'll uh, make sure to direct folks to check that out. It's about five or seven minutes. We talk with Caleb a little bit more in detail about just that mindset, that customer service mindset, that training and development, that certification process, and just and and more broadly, look, most of the people listening to this are not involved in professional sports, but you are involved in serving customers, right? And creating great experiences for customers at all kinds of levels. And some of them could even be internal customers, right? If you're an HR person listening to this, but that mindset that the Thunder take, their, the mindset, the approach, the structured nature of it, and then uh, measuring the outcomes specifically uh, is, is just, it's great to learn from and there are lessons that can be applied to all kinds of businesses by all kinds of organizations. So I'd encourage folks to check out some of that as well. Uh, well, last thing, I know it's game night. I don't want to keep you any, any longer than we have, especially since it's the second time we're, we've dragged you away from what you're doing to sit down with us. But uh, 
I'm, I said, I'm a basketball junkie. You're a sports guy your whole life as well. Obviously, it's so exciting for you to be working right there with the Thunder. Let's talk a little bit of basketball. I love this young team. I love the, the, we went to the game uh, about 10 or so days ago. Great, exciting game against another exciting young team, the Magic. Thunder came out ahead. Um, uh, the future looks really bright for this team. A lot of young talent, a lot of exciting players. Uh, how are people feeling about the trajectory of the team, especially once maybe a couple of the injured uh, guys get back on the court? Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I, I don't think we, we you can't script a product, right? You don't know where, and that's the beauty of what we do. That's what we represent. But we are thrilled of where we are as an organization, where we are as a team. Um, all credit to Sam and his his yeah. group. Again, I I have nothing to do with the operations um, part of, part of what we do, but Sam, don't ask you for any opinions like timeout strategy yeah, or none of that. That's no. right. Yeah, okay. no, I, I, it's really, really exciting to be a part of an opt of a team um, that thinks long-term and, and that core development is at the root of everything that we do. So yeah, we're, we're excited about where we are and where we're going and um, no idea where we're going to end up not in the game and making predictions. I'm just excited that we're playing basketball in an arena with fans and everybody I talk to, everybody we come across um, is excited to be inside the venue and watching yeah. this young team grow and develop. And it's just been really exciting to see the growth since I've got here in 2019. And they've, they had an incredible run prior to that. And, and as Sam would say, we're climbing the second mountain. Um, you know, to get right back to where we want to be, because, you know, when, when that time comes, we're going to be arriving, um, not just showing up, as he would say, into, into the playoffs. So we are excited about where we are. We've got a really, really young group, as, as, as you shared. I think we are the second youngest team in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. It's but shocking when you see some of these players out there performing on such a high level and think, oh, that guy's 19, that guy's 20. It's it's remarkable yeah. for some of these young young players. But they're so professional. They're so dedicated to their craft, and they are great people. And, yeah. and that represents who we are as an organization. It, it always comes down to people, or people first organization, and and that's how we think about our players too. So uh, we're just excited to see where we go from here, and, yeah. and we'll be there every single night uh, with our partners and um, cheering them on. So we're, awesome. we're excited. Well, the season. Uh, amen to that. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm a Knicks fan, long time. I grew up in the New Jersey, uh, New Jersey, New York City area. The Knicks are always probably going to be terrible. So my new, my second team, if you will, is the Thunder. I and I've been to a lot of games. I've been to a lot of NBA games. I've been to a lot of sporting events. Right. I've been lucky to, to get to a lot of really cool things. I have never had a better experience ever at a sporting event than I had at the Thunder game a, a week or so ago. Not only from just yeah the experience of working with our, our friends at the Thunder like Will and our friends at Paycom will help make it a great experience, but literally from the first person we encountered which was the woman in the in the team store who literally took us around the store to help us find the kind of things we wanted to the the folks working at the parking deck cuz I didn't know where I was going right I was like am I in the right place and he was so nice to like tell us yeah you're fine go park here and literally right after we walked in a gentleman wanted to be sure we knew where we were going a gentleman in a jacket and tie with a badge on said, hey, you guys okay? Do you need some help? Because we were, I was doing the, I don't know where I'm at kind of look right in the concourse. And he literally came up to help us. So, and on and on all the way through, I've never had a better experience at a sporting event than I had the Thunder game. And uh, it's a testament to the ethos uh, and the commitment from that goes from the top all the way down through uh, all the teams that we met with, uh, the events team, 
the customer service teams, the training teams, Will's team, the partnership teams, everybody else. So uh, I'll thank you, Will, because I'm talking to you, but it, it, it's a thanks really to everybody at the Thunder and, and just kudos for for what you guys do there. Well, I appreciate those kind words. And again, it's an entire team it takes uh, to, to develop feedback like that and, and to make sure we're consistent every single night. So we're glad you had a good time and we welcome awesome. you back anytime, Steve. Awesome. I can't wait to come back to Oklahoma City. Can't wait to see another Thunder game. Will Searing, Oklahoma City Thunder, thanks so much. Good luck tonight. Get back out there. I uh, hope you have a fun night tonight. I'll be watching. All right. Sounds good. Thunder up. All right. Thunder up. Thanks so much, Will. Thanks so much to our friends at Paycom as well for making this all possible. And thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, we will put all the Thunder content together on the website so you can find it all in one place. Uh, thanks again. My name's Steve Bose. Check out all the show archives at hrhappyhour.net. We will see you next time. And bye for now.